Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of 527 Underground Podcast, where we talk about comic books and comic book related themes, including Star Wars, Star Trek, Harry Potter, anime, webtoons, and whatever crosses our minds. We're your hosts, Teddy and Maria, and we offer two different points of views. One, that of an avid collector, which is me, and the other of an excited fan. Which is me. Hey babe, how you doing? Hanging in there as always. Hanging in there as always. Well, it's great to have you in this podcast, like Thank always. You. Thank you. Should be fun, should be fun. So, let's, um, speaking about whatever crosses our minds, I just briefly want to talk about a couple of things that crossed my mind this week. Are you just jumping in, I am. You? I am jumping in. Um, okay. J- just so I don't lose this uh, train of thought, <laughs> as I seldomly do. So, if I interrupt you, you might end up... Yes, I will lose my train of thought. Okay. So, do not interrupt. No, it's so, Okay. You see, I lost my train of thought okay, already. Okay, oh, like you read my notes. Here it is. There it is. Okay. No, no, but like. Right <laughs> All right. So uh, this past week, noticed that um, with the uh, new comic book publishing company, Bad Idea Comic, which uh, their first comic book release, Aniac Number One, did very well in sales. I mean, so much so that it sold out the f- first issue. That I heard. And which I have, yippee for me. I do have a copy. I'm happy. <laughs> and I am excited uh, for that series so far. Um, in fact, the past two weeks, we've noticed that they've put out other things. So last week, uh, last week of th- as of this podcast, they put out another uh, series called Tanker Number One. And this comic book had a low print run. They did not publish a lot of comics. Kinda so like it's sold out. Y- well, if you want to make a comparison, let me put it to you like this. The first issue of ENIAC I was able to buy at a comic book store. This first issue of Tanker number one, when I went to the comic book store on comic book day, I could not buy because they were sold out. Now, rumor has it, or what I've read, was that they did not print a lot of these issues out mm-hmm. this had like a low print run mm-hmm. uh, for the most part so it was definitely not easy to get if you were someone like me if you were someone like me who you know has to do a regular line to five type of job and then try to run to a comic book store right after mm-hmm. uh yeah they were sold out <laughs> by the time like, i got there you have to like flip a coin lunch or comic shoot which one no question, comic. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that was what I had experienced. Now I was able to find it online. Unfortunately, I did have to pay a little more than what the listed price is, but that is fine. Um, didn't mind doing that at all, and I did manage to get it a week after. Incidentally, the following week, the second issue of Eniac happened to come out, okay. which I was excited for, okay. and I did get a copy. But what I noticed uh, was that there were still a lot of issues left, or a lot of copies, excuse me, left of ENIAC number one. So it got me thinking, did this new comic book publishing company lose its luster with regards... I said that in the previous (laughs) podcast. Right, right. I said that. I mentioned it. I said, do you think... They lost their, their, you know, like their, the excitement yeah. behind it. Right. And you were like, well, let me put it to you this way. The second thing was that they, you know, that you just mentioned right. Tanker. Right. And it was sold out. Right. Of course, anything that's a low print run is going to sell out, you know. Right. Because of its so rarity. So if they gave a lower print run than the first ENIAC, mm-hmm. you know, it's really, they're hyping it up. They have to be careful with that because what's going to happen is that people are going to be frustrated and they're like, I'm not going to bother. Mm-hmm. And there was already frustration, 
you know, through the grapevine. Saying that they did, you know, people like, okay, some for some reason in my comic book store, whether it's an online version or an at store, mm-hmm. um, they wanted me to uh, commit to, to buying the next tr- right. four episodes of this. And right. I'm like, who, this is not a cell phone plan. This right. is a comic book. Right. Now, you know? now remember, going back to that um, point that you raised. It wasn't the comic book publishing company that had made that. I know mandate. this is a specific this was the comic, comic book, book store. store. Yeah, which I was. I get that. Which but I wow. If that's... you're putting all these rules and regulations on, you know, on your comic book, and how it should be distributed, and you can't raise the price, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, then you should also put a stipulation saying don't force people to buy the next four issues. <laughs> you know, right. and it's like. Stores have a right to take, I guess, whatever liberties they want, mm-hmm. but it has to be a reasonable thing. Right. And com- having a, a comic book buyer commit to buying the next four issues, right. or even saying, "Well, you have to buy the next four issues, and you won't get the first one until all four the of them are released." Right. You know that's not a right thing to do because what if the story is not to your liking? Mm-hmm. You know, you're committing to putting down money, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what, $4 an, uh, an yeah, issue? about, So yeah. you're committing to putting down $4 an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it just it was just interesting when I went to a comic book store this past week that I saw a lot of issues of the second issue, of the second uh, ENIAC issue still on the shelves. And I was kind of surprised. I thought the excitement uh, after the first issue would drive sales or drive people to buy, you know, the uh, issues. Now, it could be that maybe they have doubled the amount of um, issues or copies of the second ENIAC that they had compared to the first one. That could be a possibility. But nonetheless, I was still taken back by the fact that there were a lot of issues left. And you know what I'm going to do, actually, now I think about it? I'll probably pass by another comic book store to see if they still have issues left. And we'll mention it on the next um, podcast to see what has, you know, what's transpired. It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how this goes about with... Well, uh, you know, the, the comic book company is still in its infancy. So, yeah, yeah, you know, true. we'll see what happens. Yeah. And they, they'll be able to perfect it to how they think is best mm-hmm. and hear out what, you know, um, what will be best for right. the, you know, how they right. want to release it, how many issues and... Mm-hmm. As you say, so on and so forth. <laughs> yeah, you're right. To, to that point, you are right. It is still uh, early to determine any type of, um, you know, opinions or facts for that matter. Mm-hmm. But it was just uh, it was just something that I just noticed this past week, for the most part. Mm-hmm. It was just very interesting. Um, anything else that crossed your mind? Well, I do have something. Okay, let's go. And I'm sure many of you may have known this, but... You know, sometimes you need to ask, did you know? Oh, boy. Did you know? Did you know? So, I have a list of uh, original actors who went up for the for certain superhero roles. Okay. 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 So, did you know? Okay. And I have a list here. Okay. Some I probably do. A lot I probably will not. There's some that, you know, yeah. we, we we have a good idea. Right. And there's some that I was like, what? Okay. For All right. Real? Sure, sure. Hit me up. Um, Let's see. This I have to look at my notes for. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, let's start with Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Did you know that he was... 
supposedly up for the role of a villain. A villain. A villain. Of a villain. <laughs> of a villain. In one of the comic book related movies for Guardians Ooh. of the Galaxy. Ooh. No, I did not know that. However, we do know that he did play a character based on a comic book, though. The movie he did For with... the Tower one? Yes. Okay. Right? But I'm not but I know that as a count. I know that as a count. But no, I did not know that he was going to play the villain in the... Uh... Wait a minute. Was he going to play Ego? Tell me he was not going to play was Ego. Gonna... Ah! He was going can you imagine Eagle saying, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to teach Chris Pratt. Oh, okay, so that's that. Oh, Did you man. know? Did not know that. Pierce Bronson. Uh-huh. Um, was uh, supposedly offered the role as Batman. Oh, come on. In Tim Burton 1989 blockbuster. No, the one, wait, wait. He was going to replace Michael Keaton? Oh, he was going to, wait, wait, what? Yep. Oh, jeez. And the reason why he didn't take it because he could not wrap his head around the character. Uh, okay. So sometimes. Okay. Good things happen. Yeah. Yes. Sometimes yeah. when the actors wow. that end up. Yeah. Really creating the character or the mm-hmm. ca- you know like because mm-hmm. you're not focusing on yeah the actor you're focusing on the character yeah. that's how you know it's good it was well, meant for them. I appreciate the fact that he was honest with himself about that. Yeah. And you know sometimes Well a lot of these actors are, are honest about it. That, you know? that, I so, didn't know that. Um Leonardo DiCaprio. He will oh, hang on. I will never ever see him do a superhero or super villain whatever role <laughs> movie in his life. You ready for this one? Oh, come on. You ready for this wait, one? Wait, wait. Before you tell me, was he asked to play this role? Yes. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Do like Spider-Man or something like that. Robin? You're going to play Robin? And Spider-Man. Ah! Now, you know why I said Spider-Man, right? And we'll get to that. Okay. So, Robin in 1995, Batman Forever. Oh, heck no. He would have teamed up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, and geez. he said, I wasn't ready for anything like that. Yeah, I don't blame him. So he was like, no. It was basically this guy who ended up playing him. Yeah, Chris um, O'Donnell yeah. played Robin in that So that was one. And then the other one, again, was Spider-Man. Uh, the 2002 Sony, Sony's Spider-Man. Right, with Tobey Maguire. Um, now, you know how I guess Spider-Man, right? And huh, why? Because Tobey Maguire, his best friend, ended up playing Spider-Man. Oh, okay. So that's the correlation I made. Maybe okay. that's not what happened, but that's the correlation that. that I made. Yeah. But yeah, he probably was like, "Listen, it's not for, for me, me, but I know somebody but I know who somebody can, can do it." it. Yeah. He's a you Peter know? Parker for you. Yeah. <laughs> um. And yeah, he was supposed to. He was offered the role. He yeah. said that's another moment where he could not see himself in a suit. Right. Yeah. No. Neither could I. I can't. <laughs> I can't. You know, I just, I really don't. I'm not saying yeah. he's not capable of, but yeah. No. Sometimes, sometimes the actor will outshine the character and that's not mm-hmm. what we want we don't want to see like in other words Leonardo that actor DiCaprio will... playing Spider-Man yeah, we want to see Spider-Man sense, right in a sense they'll supersede the story right the we want to see take... Spider-Man who happens yeah. to be played by right not this you. person playing you know what I'm saying yeah yeah um a lot of people know about this one Tom Cruise yes we know um for Iron Man right now this is the thing that that I kind of like I have my 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 issues with sometimes. Okay. Um, this is what he said, and I may end up messing this up, but he quoted, "I don't know. It's just they came to me at a certain point, and when I do something, I want to do it right." Oh boy. Uh, he said in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if I commit to something, it has to be done in a way that I know it's going to be something special. Okay. And as it lining up, it's just, I didn't feel that it was going to work. You know what that sounds like to me? He didn't have control over the right, fucking project, right, and that's why he walked away. Right, right. And there's it's, no way in hell that Kevin Feige's going to be like, here you go, creative yeah, control over shit. Yeah, and because he no. didn't have creative control, that's why he, he didn't fucking away. do it. Yeah. That's why. That's and first of all, I'm yep. glad he did not take that role <laughs> because he would have tarnished it, okay? <laughs> Hells no. Really? Oh, it didn't work? Yeah, it didn't. No. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> buddy. It worked so well that I think Tom Cruise, the actor, is trying to copy their methods. And we're trying to copy their methods and try to create his own franchise. He's done it. He's made two attempts. One being the Mission Impossible uh, franchise, if you will, at this point, because they are going to do another one in space. The other one is the failed monster mummy universe. universe that he ended up taking over and trying right, to have creative control and all that right, stuff and what happened exactly. to the other movies it, they, wait, it wait, fell through you hear it that? panned out yeah I know crickets <laughs> nothing nothing happened because sometimes when you want to put your foot so far into it mm-hmm. you're going to be stepping on shit mm-hmm. and he has to he has to stop with that nonsense <laughs> you know Mission Impossible mm-hmm. lots of people are fans of his okay mm-hmm. everyone has a right to be a fan mm-hmm. of whatever for whatever reason. Look, I like Are the Mission Impossible movies. I like movies. the movies too. I think they were great. But what is it really? An opportunity for him to do an outrageous stunt. That's yes. really what it comes down <laughs> to. You know? So it's like, how many times is he's going to be hanging from some type of wire or climbing up a wall or some nonsense but like that. But for some reason, when a cat, when when an actor is attached to a certain franchise we expect that we want to see more of that another Kinda example like the fast, fast and, and furious, furious yeah which we have we, how many we times is a car gonna fly in the air well we're know? gonna see cars flying in the air in the next one f9 or whatever the case may be some, sometimes <laughs> certain actors That's fall great. into a role and then they're and they stagnant stuck in it, yeah. and the only way they can actually continue doing that role is if they mm. continue providing the money to create the movies so they could keep playing that role. Mm-hmm. After we'll a while, see. you become so comfortable that it's just a series of just, you know, stunts. Yeah, but... And there is no actual story there, you know? Yeah, but I think bottom line, too, is just the money. I mean, if these movies now, you know, gross in billions of dollars, what are you going to do? You're going to get more billions. Or try to have the movie produce Whatever more Whatever works so for anyone. But yeah. the thing is that he was so cocky about it. Yeah. He was so... When I read that... Because I mm-hmm. know that he was up for the role for, right. for Iron, Man Iron Man or whatever. And they mm-hmm. were I, they were working with him for a certain amount of years. That's years, crazy. Years, okay? That's crazy. And he was like, eh. This was in 2005. If it's not done right, right. I don't I feel don't comfortable. comfortable. What? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that way now, Papa? <laughs> do you feel that way now? Keep swinging off. Keep swinging <laughs> off on the freaking wire like you usually do. It's like, okay. I, I can't. I was so irked by that. Wow. Anyway, you are a true fan. <laughs> no, it's just I don't like it when when they try to. At that time, he was belittling mm-hmm. a possibility, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the possibility turned out to be a great thing. Right. And because it didn't meet his standards mm-hmm. at the time, it's mm-hmm. like read back what you said, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure what I'm saying might not mean them haunting me in the future. Right. <laughs> right. You know, but this right. is how I feel about it. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm right. Right, right, right. You know, everybody has their opinion when it comes to these type of movies and entertainment, you know? Right. But the fact that he's tried to pull that thing with taking creative control uh, with the monster universe, mm. and it, it's just, 
there's a there's a, a pattern that forms. Right. You know. Mm. Anyway, um, moving on. Emily Blunt. Oh. She went up for the role. Uh, they were they offered her the role of Black Widow and Peggy Carter. Oh wow. Yeah. Peggy Carter. Okay. And the only reason why it wasn't on scheduling issues. Schedule. Ah. And she is very sweet in saying, "Listen, don't ask me those questions because." The people that ended up having the roles did a phenomenal oh, job, yeah, and right it's yeah. not fair to them to right. be asking me about this. Right, you right. know, I didn't know that. So yeah, um, but she can have an opportunity. Yeah, which I really hope. Oh man, I would think it, I think it would be really cool. Yeah. Um, Josh Hartnett. Interesting. Uh, he was offered the role of Superman, Batman, and Spider Man. Wow. Mm hmm. What? When? And which it could it specifics could specifics I don't have. Yeah, I'm surprised with the Superman to be honest and with you. Basically, because I kept reading like some of the quotes, but uh. in paraphrasing, uh, he did not want those roles to define him. Oh, because I guess he felt that if he was to take on this character, people are only going to see him as Superman, Batman, or Spider Man. So okay, so sounds. I mean, in a way, is that like. Him saying that he felt he would have been typecast as being those characters only. I guess. Hmm, interesting. I'm surprised with the Superman, Spider-Man, eh, maybe. I guess possibly. And um, you mentioned Batman. That's another interesting one too. Mm-hmm. Superman, Superman to me is far fetched. Really. Um, Will Smith. Oh well, I knew that name was gonna come up somewhere. This one was. I was surprised by this one. Okay. Superman. I heard about. Um, and he said, quoting, uh, there is no way I'm playing Superman. Right. <laughs> because I had already done Jim West. Right. Wild 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 West, West, yeah. And you can't be messing up white people's heroes in Hollywood. Ah. <laughs> you mess up white people's heroes in Hollywood, you will never work in this town again. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh... In his gracious and Will Smith kind of way that he gracious, said it. Well, you know? He's Will Smith. There you go. <laughs> no, I mean, he was being realistic to it. Right. And I can understand, like, sure, sure. Uh, why, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, okay. And uh, the last one that I have for you guys is Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight. Oh, he would have played Harvey Dent. Yeah. He could have. I don't doubt it. He could have played Harvey Dent. And the reason why it didn't happen is scheduling issues. Scheduling issues. Uh, okay. Wow. So, so things I did not know. <laughs> so that was, that was a lot. Did you know? I, I, wow. I was surprised by that list. Interesting. 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 Very interesting. But you know, what you see, what's happening too now is that there is actually... I mean, as we've seen in the past several years, it's actually a place now for actors to play these roles, these superhero roles. Because that's what we're going to have more of in the next, you know, in the not-too-distant, very near future. Well, it's not just playing superhero roles, but be, or at least playing a character within the movie, like Robert Redford. Right. You yeah, know? he was He great. wasn't a superhero, but... He played a character. He played a character. He, he played a character that yeah. was like... I think everyone was like, wait, am I seeing... Yeah. Am I seeing that right? Is that yeah. Robert Redford? Yeah, when you see an, an actor of uh, Robert Redford's caliber be in an MCU or any superhero movie, you're taken back. You're like, what I'm the I'm telling what? you, man, that was, a, yeah. that was the the movie, man. <laughs> That's one of my favorite freaking movies. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, but it, now, now picking back off of what you just said there too, I'm always taken back when you do see actors of that caliber taking those roles, whether it's superheroes, supervillains, or even characters within the movie. Mm-hmm. Michael Douglas, another actor, mm-hmm. an Oscar, uh, Oscar Academy, Academy Award winning actor, playing it. Glenn Close, mm-hmm. uh, doing you know playing that role, um, and to an extent, even Robert Robert De Niro in the Joker movie. Uh, just to see him play that role, right? Think yes, about, yes. Know, I, I was taking. I was. Yeah. I was really he was taken the, back by the that. talk show host. Yeah, I mean a, the, the late night host. Yeah, the late. The, yeah, yeah, the talk show. Host. So yeah, it's it, it's fun. It's it's really good. I think and there'll be opportunity for more actors to be you know to play in those uh, roles, and can't wait to see what comes next. Uh, going back to comic book related news. Um, picked up the latest issue, uh, and there will be spoilers in here, so just to let you know. <laughs> picked up the latest issue of Batman number 107, and there's a little side story at, at the end of the uh, of the current story that's happening in Batman, and it has to do with a new character. I like these Batman stories lately from issue, whatever, 89 forward. They've been introducing a lot of new characters, villains. Um, heroes for the most part and there's another hero or vigilante I should say called Ghostmaker mm-hmm. whose past runs similar to Bruce Wayne's past in it uh, Ghostmaker who has not revealed what his name is his true name um, is his background is I want to say similar to Batman or rather he pretty much had the same mentors that Batman had or Bruce Wayne had throughout the years, even through his childhood. And right now, this character Ghostmaker is a vigilante in Gotham City. Well, is he following the path of Hammer? Kind of like Tony's copycat? I don't know. I Tony see what Stark you mean. Tony Stark and Hammer. Yeah. What, what, something Hammer. Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer. He was like trying to follow him in every way, trying to create a suit and all that stuff. Is that a possibility? Uh, I don't know. It's still too early to tell. Because, yes, this Ghostmaker character does have his own suit. This Ghostmaker character does come from money or has money. Um, but the one difference is that he is, so far as so we know, is bisexual. Okay. And, it's, and will be, rep- you know, it's a representative of the LGBTQ community. And I think that was like a... A welcome change, actually, I think, to see a representative of that community being depicted in the comic books. Uh, um, you, you can't really. Right. Well, so far there, I think it's. I think it's working out okay. I mean, we've only, it's only been this. Uh, they've only made mention of this uh, of this sexual orientation, if you will, in this issue alone. He's come about seven issues ago, and uh, we'll wait to see what happens. He's a vigilante. Only he does have a few differences with Batman. In this case, this person will kill. Mm. Um, and you know how Batman feels about that. So they've have teamed a fight. up. They've teamed up uh, briefly, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't read all the issues so yet, but they've they've teamed up briefly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just interesting to see that there's another superhero in the LGBTQ community that's being representative. And you know what? Why not? We we need to have more diversity and more representation. Uh, in this medium, whether it's uh, representing minorities and so and what have you, I think it's just great to read. Okay. So I was like, I was surprised. I was like, okay, let me bag this issue, put it in board, maybe get us a CGC. <laughs> I'm <laughs> great. It. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I think it'll be really cool. Okay. 
Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see what, what comes of it, mm-hmm. you know? Let's mm-hmm. hope that it's an interesting story and, you know, keep being posted, if anything. Sure, sure, sure. I'm you excited know? about it. So, And also, nonstop Spider-Man number two came out. That's like my... So far, it's like my... Uh, favorite storyline in the MC in I was gonna say MCU. Oh my gosh, in the Marvel uh, universe, Marvel comic book universe, Spider Man just taking on a bunch of freaking villains at the same time, and he's going like international. It, it's really good. It's really good. Just want to make a little tidbit note about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one one other thought that I wanted to make of, in terms of um, you know iconic actors playing oh, yeah. certain roles and. Um, you know, actors that you would never see in that kind of genre, mm-hmm. uh, comic book, mm-hmm. you know, movie. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of how they would ask, you know, famous directors mm-hmm. like Martin Scorsese and mm-hmm. uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Right. Uh, what they thought about, you know, yes. these comic book movies. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what they said, but it wasn't in a, in a positive light, mm-hmm. you know. And I think what it is is that they kind of like and it, please correct me if I'm wrong but they they almost make it seem like you can't have a brain or you, you know it, there's no purpose in watching a movie like that because it's not uh, to their standards well I think with what what one of them said it could have been Martin Scorsese it's more it's more to the point it's more that they feel that there was no I don't know if the word I'm trying to use is humanity or relatability in these shows. Um, and definitely, of course, one of them mentioned that there's really no story in these, uh, excuse me, not shows, movies. Um, but if that's the case, then you wouldn't have someone like Robert Redford mm-hmm. in, you know, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Right. You you wouldn't have that, you know? Um you honestly think that if, if there was no actual good story there, that he would be like, hey, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm just acting this movie. You know, it's just, it's lots of times right, right. people are like, I never knew about this character. I read up on it. I found it interesting. I saw this, I read the script, and this is awesome. What I would have, what I would, if I wish I was in that uh, room or wherever where these directors made those comments, but I would actually, like, would suggest someone like Martin Scorsese to take a look at, like, a movie like The Black Panther. Because that mm-hmm. movie really has a lot of depth into it in regards mm-hmm. to humanity, not just you know action, wham bam, you know, and all that stuff. Right. But there is a lot in regards to relatability. Uh, there's a there's story, you know, there's humanitarianism or humanity in that movie, and there is a sense of loss, sense of sorrow, things that people can relate to. But if movie. they were, you know, they just want to categorize it as a as an action film right. that is right. comic book based, and there's mm-hmm. no depth. And to there's it. no depth. But, but at the same you can say the same thing for some of the some you know mob movies. boss, yeah, of course, you know yeah. things where it's like, okay, how many people can I kill and mm-hmm, then take mm-hmm. the cannolis? You mm-hmm. know, like how many? Yeah, yeah. Thi- it's just like you can say the same thing about. Like uh, Martin Scorsese's mm-hmm. um, movies. Mm-hmm. It's, it follows the same theme. Right. You know, there is no difference. He's even using the same actors. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Well, at the same time, too, um, to counter his point, some of the same actors that he's used have been in these movies as well. Right. So, you know, it is it is his opinion. I think what it is with him is that he has not 
giving himself a chance to be open to the possibility that something like this can happen. Like something, you know, that these movies can be of great storytelling. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's funny how the actors, the last two actors that played, well, I shouldn't say last two actors, but a couple of actors that played the Joker both won Oscars in Batman-related or Mm DC-related films. That's something. You know, that's storytelling. But I think what he was trying to make, he, he's saying that it's not giving an opportunity to other movies to be acknowledged. But that's nah, it, I, that's I, yeah. not a fair argument because it's like, then work harder. Um, you know, it's like... You know, and you can't really even say that now with all these different streaming devices that we have out there, or even streaming channels. But this was channels. before. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get. We that. had no choice but to watch things on streaming and, devices. <laughs> you know I'm saying, like, I'm talking about like this is when when movie theaters were open right. and stuff like that. Right. It's no, like, but what I'm, but I, what I'm also saying too is that okay, even after this pandemic and probably before going, you know, from the future, movies will be shown through all these different mediums other than theaters mm-hmm. we'll be able to see movies in our televisions through these streaming the, you know streaming uh, services and channels mm-hmm. um, his movie uh, The Irishman was seen through a streaming service we'll get started on that which you know was is considered a movie and the actors were nominated he was nominated for an Academy Award so I think um, that that latter part of what you said in regards to them taking away from having all these other movies being shown, it it no, I, I don't. I think there's room now to show any movies throughout any channel, mm-hmm. whether it's through some type of independent film festival or through these streaming services. Or I'm not even, the one that said that. No, no, I know you're saying what they what they're saying, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that holds water. No, it doesn't. Um, so it's just it's just you know. I think at that point, you know, when you start saying, "Well, that's not fair," you're not letting other right. movies. No one's stopping these studios from recording or filming mm-hmm. these movies. Mm-hmm. It's just that if if you give an opportunity, you happen to sit down and watch mm-hmm. these, you know, these movies from beginning to end, mm-hmm. not just the first fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see that there's some depth to these, mm-hmm. uh, to these movies. They are, they are. You know, I, I, I think so. Yeah. But you know, you you can't. Anyway. Yeah. No, it's fine. You, it's fine. you just can't budge and, certain people. Well, look, I personally don't have anything against Martin Scorsese. I think a lot of his movies are great, and fantastic. I don't have an issue with Martin Scorsese. It's just that you know, lots of times because of his name, or even mm. Francis Ford Coppola, when they asked him about it, you know, they felt very free to just bring it down and didn't mm. even bother watching these movies themselves mm-hmm. you know right so it's not cool mm-hmm. um but i do have something from the rumorville oh, oh boy here we go what we got rumorville rumorville so sony is reportedly uh developing a spider woman film nice for its growing spider verse huh yes they're planning on recording on uh, filming excuse uh-huh. me a Spider Woman film nice. for the growing Spider Verse. Oh yes, got it. That'd be cool. You heard me now. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, supposedly, and this is again rumorsville. Rumors, yes, yes. Lots of time fans. Yes. Much like myself, hope <laughs> fans. that certain things uh, will uh, 
emerge uh, from our fantasies. What come about? <laughs> um, but they're saying that a 29-year-old actress hasn't exactly said no to the idea. Uh, but it's all rumors at the moment. Can you guess who this 29-year-old actress could be? This 29-year-old actress? Jeopardy music. Oh, <laughs> Do I know that this person's 29? That's my issue right no, now. No, <laughs> that's, that's not really giving you enough. No, it's not. No, it's not. Now, I'm thinking like young actresses right now. For all I know, this person doesn't even look 29. This person probably looks 20. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. Spill the beans. Okay. So, a lot of people are hoping that Daisy Ridley Ooh. will be interested in playing Spider-Woman. And now, there was even a really cool cool fucking drawing oh, of her wow. with her hair in the wind that's cool and the awesome fucking spider suit on now her. let me hit you in the head with this which spider woman character will she be playing okay that's just diving <laughs> into something that i wouldn't okay. be remember excited fan yes yes excited yes. fan gets happy happy joy joy over yeah. the simple things okay okay I complex was just curious, stuff curious, curious. Was like, and pulling back <laughs> the layers that's okay. your job oh, okay even though I'm pretty good at, at really finding certain things yeah, out. That is true. You know? That's true. That was interesting. The whole Jessica Drew. I'm hoping it would be Jessica Drew. She's the first Spider-Man, by the way. But so yeah, then maybe cool. that's it. Because why that's start cool. with the second one? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, hmm. They did an Ant-Man, but okay. <laughs> no, because they started out with Hank Pym. <sighs> yes. They but... started out with Hank Pym, and he couldn't handle the suit anymore, Jeez. and then he passed it on. Okay, fine. So they gave you two in the, in, in one. Really? Yeah. Maybe one and a half. They give you two and one. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's be real. Because, okay. you know, but that's good. That's a good one. Jeez, you know what that makes me do now? Now I gotta see if I have that Spider Woman number one. Hmm. Alright. I just opened up another collection for you. Yes, okay. yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I think we're done. Okay. So. Um, make sure to follow us at 527 Underground on Instagram and Facebook. And feel free to uh, drop us a couple of messages on anything you think we should cover. And if you have uh, any questions, and she's um, not just my blank. <laughs> no, <laughs> anything if you have else you want us to dive anything into. Anything else you, wanna, you want to let us know, please do. So we'll try to get back to you as soon as we possibly can. And uh, thank you for listening to our podcast. Yep. Thank you so much. Have a great one, guys. Take care.